If things get better with age, then I must be getting close to freaking magnificent. Hello and welcome to episode 407 of Under the Cult of MS. This is going to be another previews of goodies that are coming out in books, comic book stores and online and wherever you like to buy your comics and all your collectible, collectibles anywhere in the future. So get ready to hear some things that you might want to prepare yourself to pick up. But before that, let's throw a couple Sunday comic style comics in here. Just talk about a couple just to, since it is Sunday and the quote was a Garfield quote. And we're going to check out a little bit of Kelvin and Hobbes. We got Kelvin running for his life, screaming, pulling his hair. Goes running past his dad. Vampire bugs, run for your life. His dad says they're called mosquitoes. So if they drink your blood, you don't turn into one? Mm, Kelvin, he's always fun. It's his weird little quirks. Let's see. You got Kelvin and Hobbs out hiking in the woods. Kelvin's talking to Hobbs. Almost everywhere you go, you can hear people's people, radios, and all kinds of engines. When you're actually confronted with the stillness of nature, it's kind of startling. Hobbs says, why, you can even hear yourself think. Kelvin says, this is making me nervous. Let's go in. <laughs> Let's see, one more with these guys. You get Kelvin talking to Hobbs again. Kelvin says, we rely on sight to confirm the existence of things. We don't believe in things we can't see. So how do we know that no seums ex- exist? Verification is ruled out by definition. It's an ontological quandary. Hobbes says, hold still a moment. All of a sudden, Kelvin's starts scratching. Ooh, I itch. Hobbes says, glad I could help. All right. I think we'll leave Kelvin and Hobbs there, and let's end it off with a little bit of pickles to finish it. I can swap things around. I didn't get a Sunday paper this week because the last two didn't have anything to talk about. So why bother? All right. We got... Earl with Roscoe the dog who's running around in the living room chasing his tail, barking up a storm. Earl's trying to read his paper, rolls up his paper and swats Roscoe on. <laughs> and you see Roscoe's thought loon as he's sitting there. Thanks, I needed that. And yet Earl and Roscoe out for a walk. Earl's like, Roscoe! And he's got an embarrassed look on him as he lifts his hat as a lady is walking the opposite way and says, there's nothing more embarrassing than holding on to the upper end of a dog leash, pretending not to know what's going on at the other end. It's like, just imagine. All right. Yeah, Earl answering the doors, neighbors coming up on to his door. Hey, Earl, okay, if I borrow your newspaper? Sure, I think Roscoe's reading it right now. Roscoe, isn't that your dog? Yep. I don't get it. And they go walking into the living room, and Roscoe's laying on the paper. Looking down on it, just all excited. It started when we were housebreaking him. 
Now he's hooked on Dear Abby. All right. Yeah, Earl yawning at the couch. Saying it's time to hit the sack, huh, Roscoe? And he gets up from the couch, turns off the TV. Nothing on the tube worth watching anyway. All of a sudden, it's all dark. All you see is Roscoe's eyeballs in the darkness. And all of a sudden, Earl's gone and click. And now it's time for stupid pet tricks. <laughs> Roscoe learned how to turn on the TV. All right, I got Muffin the cat. He's got his thought balloon going as he's laying on the floor just underneath a planter. The crafty feline is always on the alert. Her lightning reflexes are ready to spring at the slightest sign of danger. As you see this one tiny leaf falling from the planter. And goes down and lands right by the cat's tail. And spring, he just flies up to the ceiling, she does. Thought Balloon says, the crafty feline hates it when this happens. All right, one last one you got. Oh, Opal, and I believe it's Sylvia, the daughter, sitting on the couch. Opal's knitting. Sylvia says, Mom, I'm glad you finally went and had Muffin spayed. Yeah, I suppose I should have had it done sooner. Better late than never. I see Muffin walking across the ceiling. Now maybe you should consider having her declawed. That's wrong. That's just wrong. I, <laughs> I didn't know that's where they were going with that one, but <laughs> I should have known. But stay in near your pets, but don't declaw them. That's like ripping their fingers off at their first joint. That's cruelty. To animals, so all right, that's it for Sunday comic style stuff today. None of them were super great, so I'm not gonna keep going on it. I will find some better ones down the road, and we'll get to the goodies that are coming out in the comic book shops near you right after this. Okay, next up we got Brother of All Men number one by Aftershock Comics. It is 1928. Veteran of the Great War and part-time private eye, Guy Horn, travels a remote community in western Canada to retrieve his estranged brother from the clutches of a dangerous cult. As Guy struggles to gain control of his own personal demons... He's tantalized by the cause and its charismatic leader. Brother 12, Brother X11, a tightly plotted horror mystery based on a true story wherein writer Zach Thompson joins forces with artist Ian Maron for a new miniseries that blends the unexpected twist of hard-boiled detective noir with the uncanny traditions of folk horror. Yeah. Don't really care about the 1920s. A more present and future type person. I like those better. Next up we got Buckhead Trade Paperback by Boom Studios. Nigerian immigrants Toba and his renowned scientist mother have moved to a sleepy Pacific northwest town called Buckhead. Hidden away in the basement of the school, Toba and his new friends at school discover a strange video game, resulting in mysterious and dangerous events unfolding as they pursue a vast conspiracy with connections to another world in the fight to save their parents. They soon uncover the ancient terror that's behind it all. Will they be able to work together before it's too late? An astonishing Afrofuturistic series from Shobu and George Comdadias that blends the immigrant experience, Yorumbo myth, 
and Weird Science in Small Town USA. Uh, collects Buckhead number one to five. I usually don't talk about when they had the comic collections, but I don't remember hearing about that storyline, so I had to check it out. I don't know if this is a full collection, but we have Bug House from the top, comp, Complete Bug House by Cathead Comics. This hefty volume, yep, collects Steve Laffler's Bug House, a tale of bebop jazz with an all-insect cast. He doesn't back away from the horrors of addiction in creating Bug House, but Lafleur's real game is depicting the joy of music in the language of comics and his signature fluid brushwork. It sounds like someone maybe had some strong heroin days. And getting the bugs from trying to warn himself off it. <laughs> Next up we have Bush Leaguers number one by Scout Comics. The Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Bridge Grooms <laughs> baseball team is the shame of late 19th century New York City. The Cranks can't stand them. The team owner wants to burn the stadium to the ground, and the police want to send them up the river. Can they make a comeback, or are they history? Find out in this comedy adventure from Scout Comics, and enjoy the first issue of this non-stop title, followed by the entire story, collected soon after in one volume. Alright, next up we have Bylines in Blood, trade paperback by Aftershock Comics. My cat is... Obsessed with the birds flying past the window and wants to go out and play. I'm going to have to let him out here pretty soon. Okay, the near future. Politicians invent their own facts. That's the future. That's present time. And independent newspapers no longer exist. Yeah, that's happening nowadays. The very concept of truth has died. In this world, private detectives serve as Ronin. Searching out the hard truths that people are desperate to keep hidden. The best of these P.I.s is Satya, a former journalist turned gumshoe who runs every lead to ground. But Satya has just received her hardest case yet. Her former editor has been murdered. Someone wanted him silenced. And the trial points towards the highest bastions of power. To find justice for her, she'll have to put everything and everyone she knows at risk. A prophetic neo-noir thriller with unexpected twists at every turn. Bylines in, bylines in blood. Check it out. My psycho cat has to get out, so I am going to... Well, yeah, I'll stop it here and I'll get right back after this. Alright, next episode we got is Carnage, Volume 1, 2022, in the Court of Crimson, trade paperback by Marvel. Carnage is back to celebrate 30 years of symbiotic slaughter. Prepare to look deep into Cletus Cassidy's psychotic past and to catch up with the Venom's offspring in the here and now. Ready for his visceral and violent future? For years, the unhinged Cletus Cassidy has been the only host the Carnage symbiote has known, sharing a uniquely horrifying bond. The pair were the most notorious and prolific serial killers in the entire Marvel Universe. But after the events of Extreme Carnage, Cletus's Codex has found a new home, leaving the Carnage symbiote adrift, alone, 
and deadlier and more bloodthirsty than ever before. What new and terrifying creature will emerge from the symbiotic solitude? Something wicked this way comes. Collects Carnage from 2022, number one to four, and Carnage Forever, number one. Okay. Next up, we got Cartoon Dialects by Uncivilized Books. In the last issue of Tom Kaczynski's Cartoon Dialects, the world ended. But did it really? The post-apocalyptic struggle looks a lot like our present-day struggles. Maybe history doesn't end. Revealed the violent final moments of Igloo City and the dark secrets of Project Project Cthulhu. Also, who or what is Eve? With guest appearances by Gaia and Nanook, the philosopher, including a new essay by Eldebert Arcane. Almost dialectical comic book on the planet. Enough said. Uh, yeah, I didn't know there was one before this either. So, not sure what the first one was all about. We have Cat Dad and Super Mom. What makes a superhero? By Scoot and Launch. Scoot Imprint. Here comes Cat Dad and Super Mom. A young boy's real-life superheroes are his wonderfully ordinary parents. They help Jacks navigate life's challenges and the everyday lessons of growing up in his dreams. They transform into costumed superheroes who help him help teach him right from wrong. In what makes a hero Jacks has a disheartening encounter with a celebrity hero at a comic book convention. Later, he embarks on an action-packed imaginary adventure and discovers the true heroes who never let you down. Next up, we get Sickatrix graphic novel by Silver Sprocket. A powerful study in introspection, inheritance, and the manifestation of hydrochondria, hypochondria, by a talented indie cartoonist. Beautifully illustrated and poignantly told, the author investigates the guilt they carry as a young Filipino person born into a family that benefited from the Marcos regime and how that materializes within the physical body. Well, that doesn't tell us hardly anything, does it? How are we supposed to buy something we don't know nothing about people? Uh, Here's the annoyance service. We got CIH presents uncrucifiable service, Gay Bar One Shot, by Aardvark Vanheim. The coined adjective uncrucifiable provokes an inside Ardberg Vanaheim debate on the inside front cover. Fortunately, we're all well past finding anything controversial with anyone going to a gay bar. Right? Right. Cerevis is being a total dick on the cover. But then, when isn't Cerevis being a total dick? on the cover, inside the book, at a gay bar, pretty much everywhere. After page one, it's spoiler alert, a move along nothing to see here thing as we get to the more important issue, jobs. Can Cerebus get one? Evidently. Can Cerebus hold on to a job? Well, that's another question. Oh, he's got to come up out with another annoying service comic. 
I gotta deal with another annoying cat that wants in again. Hopefully my cord will reach this far. Alright. See how long he lasts before he has to go back out again. At least I got it set up now where the cord reaches. <laughs> Alright. Clue has a Dexter board game edition. Who doesn't want that? Whatever happened with the new Dexter? Did that series ever come out? I was looking forward to that. Cobra Kai has some 3D foam bag clips. Series 2 Blind Mystery Box is coming out. And they also have a Cobra Kai Deforms 3-inch PVC figure blind mystery box coming out. And then our favorite messed up detective, Constantine Distorted Illusions trade paperback by DC Comics. John Constantine is and has always been a magician of the highest caliber. Who doesn't need additional training from any highbrow magician? Thank you very much. Or who doesn't? He doesn't. But a magical apprenticeship in the United States is a good excuse to get out of London. And in Washington, D.C., he can join his best friend's punk band, Mucus Membrane. <laughs> when the band begins to dabble in magic, a complicated spell gets out of hand. And the disastrous consequences might be more than Constantine can handle. Ah, uh, yeah. That could be a fun one. Constantine's always a surprise. And then we have Cradle of Filth, number one, by Opus Comics. In the ruined halls of the Melodictus Anthanium lie occult histories, sealed records, and cursed artifacts. This unholy archive explores the far corners of Cradle of Filth's musical legacy, a vast universe of, of ageless vampires, mythical creatures, and vengeful gods. Within this hidden vault, we revisit the succubus and nemesis in stories from an all-star roster of comic talent. So that's going to be a collaboration one then. Or... I wish I'd rather see it as a one shot, which it may be, but it doesn't say that. They have a creep show, creep tiki mug, which actually does look cool. I'm not a tiki mug person, but that one's not bad. They have crossed family values wrap. One to seven bag set of seven comics by Avatar Press. They have the Crossed Psychopath Last Dash cover bag set of five comics by Avatar Press. And then next up, we got Crucified Exorcisms, number one by Scout Comics. And just like that, we're back. The Christ family sits down for his eagerly anticipated and heavily hyped first live TV interview with a surprising network and even more surprising choice of interviewer. During this interviewer, or during this interview, after recounting in vivid detail a recent exorcism he performed on a child in Haiti, the Chris's claim of divinity are challenged. He is put to the test in front of a national audience. Spoiler, you won't see the end coming. I can get much of a storyline either. All right. Let's do one more here. Crumbs graphic novel by Clarion Books. Based on the beloved webcomic from Webtoon, in a very special town, there is an even more unusual bakery with a selection of baked treats handcrafted to help your dreams come true. 
Beret, a quiet young woman, with special powers of her own, the order is always the same. A hot tea with a delicious side of romance. When Ray meets Lori, the kind barista who aspires to be a professional musician, she gets a real taste of love for the first time. But even with a spark of magic, romance isn't so simple. Both Ray and Lori are chasing their own dreams, and even when Ray starts to see the future, she can't predict her fate with Lori. Or Laurie. Laurie, Laurie. I don't know. It's like boys and girls swap name roles <laughs> in the 21st century. I'm all confused. It's like if they went said she, I would have thought he. If they went said he, I would have thought she. I'll never figure it out. <laughs> so why bother? All right. I'm going to stop this issue here. I'll get back with more goodies soon. All right. Next up, we got Cult of Icarus trade paperback by Scout Comics. Tossed out by her father or foster family after one too many rides home in the back of a cop car, Hunter packs up and sets out on a mission to find out who she is. A mysterious book, her only link to her parents, leads her to discover a covert world of magic and danger. I guess magic is the theme this month. Uh... Running parallel to our own. One punk rock show, two whiskeys, and three vicious vampire assassins later. Hunter's on the run from an ancient deadly cult of Icarus, who believe that she may hold the key to everything they've ever wanted and will stop at nothing to get to her. Or more specifically, her blood. There's no escape from Icarus once they've got your scent which leads to a blood-soaked showdown for the fate of humanity. Seriously, so much blood. Sounds like a one for the vampire collection. Ah, they have a beautiful D&D Blue Dragon trophy plaque, just the head of the Blue Dragon. A big old spike coming out of his top of his head. Just awesome, but again, it's by Wiz Kids, and it's got a Retail price tag of $713.99. So I won't be buying that unless I find it at a rummage sale for 5 bucks. Uh, I got D&D Icons Realms Belagos Ancient Red Dragon by WizKids. That's a beautiful looking dragon also. But it's got a retail price tag also of $358.99 it looks like maybe. Woo! Pricey. All right, next up, we have Dark Crisis, Worlds Without a Justice League Superman, number one, one shot, by DC Comics. When Pariah and his forces of the great darkness laid waste to the most powerful superheroes of all time, all hope was lost. With the Man of Steel suffering the same fate as that of his comrades, join us for a look at a world of dreams he would never have thought possible while alive. Where there's life, there's hope. And with that hope comes a deeper unravel, unraveling of the tapestry of DCU's biggest event of 2022. I'm not following the events that are happening this this year with DC. But, uh, a couple key covers, maybe. That's about it. Dark Spaces Wildfire, number one, by IDW Publishing. Six weeks into the slow burn of the historic Aurora Arroyo Fire, a crew of women from an inmate firefighting program are risking everything 
on the front lines when their newest recruit, a white-collar convict with a deep network of shady dealers, discovers their mere miles from her crooked former associate's mansion. When she proposes a plan to abandon their duties and hunt for riches under cover of smoke and ash, the team must decide if they're ready to jeopardize their one sure path back to normalcy for a short for a shot at a score that would change their lives. But is this a flicker of the fortune or set or a deadly trap? Nah. No matter what, if you have a group of people committing a crime, someone's going to get in trouble for it. So something's going to happen somewhere to somebody. All right, we got Daryl Open World. Hardcover by Magnetic Press. Daryl is one of the most popular journalists in Open World. Thanks to his power to travel between, between realities. His adventures are legendary, but he takes his role as a reporter seriously. When he investigates the disappearance of a giant, he uncovers a conspiracy of a mysterious individual who would exploit magic for unknown purposes. Uh, Getting dry, cottony mouth. I need to get some water in me. We got DC Comics Batman Nemesis candy tins coming out. They got a DC Comics Superman S-Shield Sours candy tin, both by Boston America Corp. I just, I'm a sucker for the little, little mental stash tins. They're always good for putting something into. And then they had the DC League of Super Pets 3D foam bag clips, blind mystery box coming out by Monogram Direct. You get some DC pets to clip onto your belt buckle or your purse or whatever. And then next up, we got DC Mech number one by DC Comics. At the end of World War II, Earth was invaded by giant mechanized parademons from a planet called Apocalypse. Earth's protectors, the Justice Society of America, were devastated, and with them the age of superheroes came to an end, and the era of the mech began. Oh, I needed that drink of water. In the ensuing years... The world has stockpiled colossal battle suits piloted by elite warriors waiting for the day Apocalypse returns. But when Kale-El, the last son of the dying world, crash lands in Metropolis with his own war suit, he'll face down two of Earth's finest mech fighters, the Flash and Batman. Why do they got it? I mean, they got superheroes now. They got to get me- they or they got superpowers now. They have to be mechanicalized, too, or mechanized. It's like they're already freaking immortal. They never age. They never die. It's like, all right, we got a DC poster portfolio. Brian Boland trade paperback by DC Comics. One of DC's most acclaimed artists finally receives his own poster book, showcasing nearly four decades of Brian Boland's amazing covers ranging from Animal Man to the Joker to Zatanna. This collection features 20 removable pages that can be kept together as a single portfolio or individually framed for display. Yeah, he does some... Fun, cartoony uh, covers that I've enjoyed over the years. and I'd like to see what's in that portfolio book. Alright, DC versus Vampires. They're not giving up. They're going to suck this thing until she's dry. We got DC versus Vampires All Out War number 1 by DC Comics. 
One of the last secret underground human cities is facing total annihilation, and its leader, John Constantine, must plan a suicide mission to assassinate a key lieutenant in the Vampire Empire. Against unreal odds, and with an unlikely team including Booster Gold, Deathstroke, and Mary Marvel. Does the Hellblazer have one more trick up his sleeve? A gritty, violent, monochromatic companion series to DC vs. Vampires. This series will feature a brutal story with a cadre of talented creators delving 32 pages. Delivering 32 pages. Yeah, I'll be adding it to DC Vampires collections. It's been a back and forth struggle with that one. I'm hoping the story picks up a little here. But I'm liking that Constantine and Harley and stuff are going to be some keys here in the later parts of it. Alright, let's check out one more here. We got Dead Man Tells the Spooky Tales Trade Paperback. This is written by Franco from Aya oh yeah Comics. So this got me all happy hearing that this was coming out. This is Deep by DC Comics. Art by Sarah Richard, Isaac Goodhart, Agnes Gobowska, Derek Charm, Christopher Uminga, and others. Should have Art Baltazar in there. Uh, ever had the feeling that you were being watched? Ever taken a dark shortcut on the way home? Wondered what might just be living under your bed? Well, dead man knows. He always knows. And he's here to shed some light on those spine-tingling adventures and things that go bump in the night. I mean, it's written by New York Times bestselling and Eisner Award-winning writer Franco. And that right there is all I needed to know. I didn't need a depiction, nothing. It's going on my list just because of good old, oh yeah, comics, Franco in there. So we're going to enter there and we'll get back with more goodies right after this. All right, next up we have Demon Wars Iron Samurai number one by Marvel Comics. Journey into the imagination of Stormbreaker Peach Momoko with Demon Wars. Peach takes her version of the Marvel Universe to the next level by transporting readers to another dimension, one filled with wondrous creatures, sentient samurai armor, a winged individual in a falcon mask, a mysterious panther person, and a red snake-like monster with a deadly appetite. When Mariko Yoshida finds herself in the middle of a war between these creatures, will she be forced to choose a side? Don't miss the next evolution of the Peach Momoko's Marvel Universe. This one has my interest because of the samurai version of it, but they aren't saying how long it's going to go. The last Demon Wars jumped all over the place with all these different covers. I couldn't even follow what order or anything I was supposed to be doing, and so now I'm debating. I did enjoy what I did get my hands on, but I was just like, oh, damn it, now I gotta get the one before this. It's constantly bouncing around. I am being swarmed by a cat all of a sudden. Next up, we got Deiter. Deiter Usted by Shockdown. Shockdom SRL. Dieter committed suicide by jumping off the school roof. Nicholas knew him and cannot understand the reasons for his choice. So he decided to use his powers to investigate on it. Little did he know what he was about to discover. Well, what is he going to discover? We don't know. 
Next up, we have Disciple One-Shot by Kex Publishing. In the not-so-distant future, a legendary kung fu master dies under mysterious circumstances. During the funeral, his training hall is ransacked and a lifetime of teachings stolen. Now his estranged former students must band together to recover the secrets of their teacher shared. Recover the secrets their teacher shared and uncover the ones he kept hidden. Well, that's what the person that stole all the scrolls and stuff probably wanted. Was those hidden things that he never taught the students. There's a really cool Disney character's fluffy puffy figure. Nick Wilde and Flash by Van Presto. A little sloth office worker looking character. He just cracks me up. My cat is flipping back and forth, upside down and all around. Can't pick a position, can we, little turd burglar? They have Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. 3D foam bag clip. Blind mystery box set. Coming out by Monogram Direct. They also have a Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. SH Figure Arts action figure by Bandai. Tamashi Nations is pretty cool looking. Doctor Strange figure. They also have a Doctor Who boxed set for the Doctor Who fans from Titan Comics. There's a... Another awesome-looking Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness life-size standee figure you can get by Advanced Graphics. And they also have... (coughs) Sorry about that, getting all raspy all of a sudden. They also have the Scarlet Witch Witch standee. And they have the Wong standee. All from the Multiverse of Madness movie coming out. And then next up, we got Dungeons and Dragons Mindbreaker Trade Paperback by IDW Publishing. Some of D&D's most popular villains have invaded the Forgotten Realms, and readers and beloved characters alike will find their very sanity at risk. Back home at last, the Baldur's Gate heroes are hoping for a warm welcome. But this isn't the city they left behind. Insidious forces are at work, compromising their loved ones and penetrating the highest halls of power. No one can be trusted. With so much in jeopardy, Minsk, Boo, Kreidel, and the others find themselves pulled in different directions. But their only hope is to rely on each other. Collects the complete series. I am getting attacked by a cat because I'm obviously not petting the right spot that he wants. He's being really fussy and getting pissy when I touch touch the area that's not the area that he wants petted. He's like pushing with his head, pawing at me, clawing. (laughs) Being a little all right, next up, they have a Dynamic Forces for the 4th of July Celebration Package by Dynamic Forces. I always wonder about these. I never tried to check out one. This special set includes one limited edition signed comic, one limited edition retailer exclusive comic, one remarked comic with a one-of-a-kind hand-drawn color sketch, and one high-end ultra-limited variant comic. It's got a minimum value of $199.97 with a special event package price of $117.76. Still ouch, but you're getting the signed comics don't really mean anything anymore. But the hand-drawn sketch comic is a nice thing, but still... Ooh, that's a deep price tag for that. All right. 
Next up, where are we going with our time here? Yeah, we're still good. We got Electric Frankenstein by Clover Press, LLC. Hard punk rock, rock band Electric Frankenstein. Yo Books and Clover Press mashed together to bring EF lyrics alive as comics in this beautiful hardcover edition. Electric Frankenstein asked over 100 artists to create short comics based on the lyrics of their songs. What was born was sometimes beautiful and po- poetic, but other times just downright disturbing and raw. Now I got, I'm getting swarmed by a ball of cat here. Uh, where was I now? Okay, judgment will not be passed on what you gravitate towards. All lay between the covers of this book, releasing over 100 records all over the world since 1992. Electric Frankenstein is where ACDC meets the Dead Boys. EP's high-energy punk rock and roll combines the raw and energetic sound of punk rock and garage punk with elements of hard rock played by bands like MCS, Stooges, ACDC, KISS, Mott the Hopple, Alice Cooper, and so on. Electric Frankenstein has proved to be highly influential, helping to spark a rock revival among the youth of the time throughout the world from the U.S. to Europe to Scandinavia to Japan, known as the New Rock Revolution. Interesting. I like that they have over 100 different storylines slapped in there. Could be interesting. wonder where it'll go. I'll probably wait to bargain it, though, because it's got quite the ticket price on it. All right, I got Entropy, number one, by Heavy Metal. Heavy Metal's always got such cool colors, colors, covers, and artwork, but the storylines just never really pull me in. Heavy Metal's event series, Entropy, arrives from Black Panther and Justice League writer Christopher Priest and rising star artist Montos with covers by Bjorn. Let's get to this already. Breaking Bad meets Green Lantern in the origin story of Heavy Metal's ultimate supervillain. Henry Hanks had a good life until he betrayed Kako, the living embodiment of chaos and misery. With his whole world destroyed, Henry is killed and reborn as the newest herald of Keiko, with the power to destroy entire worlds in his master's name. All issues of Entropy will have a special Breaking Bad homage in Son of Cover by special artist Antonio Fuso. I'm sure those are just quadruple the price covers or whatever. There's another cool-looking tiki mug. I mean, they have tons of tiki mugs now out there, but just a couple of them caught my eye this time. Evil Dead Ash tiki mug by Beeline Creative. Ash for the chainsaw. It doesn't quite look like Ash, though. If it wasn't for the chainsaw, I don't even know if you'd really get that Ash feel from it. I'll have to ask the wife about that one. And then we're going to stop it there and we'll get back with more goodies soon. Okay, next up, we got FGTV Saves the World. I think it might be FGTV Saves the World, is what it's kind of like pronounced as by. The spelling the way they have it laid out, but it's by Harper Valley. The FGTV family gamers, gamers really, uh, 
really love playing games. But for Duddy, one game is by far best. Super realistic and totally not made up. Zombie battles from the world of 1812. Even though in Duddy's opinion, the updated version doesn't stand up to the classic original. It doesn't mean that he can't quickly rack up all the power-ups, bonuses, and achievements to show the kids. Lexi, Mike, Chase, and Sean. How is it how it's done? That is until the game freezes. The family heads to the Shady Acres Mall to fix their controller. But while at the game store, one wrong click causes all the characters from the Zombie Battles game to explode into the real world. Now Duddy, Moomy, Lexi, Mike, Chase, and Sean have to fight their own avatars in order to save the world. But will they be able to stop the army of world-conquering video game villains before the bad guys level up? That one sounds like a fun storyline for young adults, children. Good bedtime story game, game style story to talk about. They got an awesome looking Firefly, the official ship's collection, number one, Serenity. ship figure by Hero Collector. And then we got Flavor Girls number one. Flavor Flav from Loic Lacatelli Cornsquai, the singular voice behind Persephone or Persephone comes a new magical girl. All ages adventure with an environmental twist for fans of Sailor Moon. Save yourself and Power Rangers with colors by Eros de Santiago. Naoko, Camille, and V are the Flavor Girls, sacred fruit guardians of the earth. They defend the earth, the source of their power, from the threat of ever-looming aliens whose motives regarding the planet and its peoples are yet unknown. But Sarah, a normal young woman with a UN applicant just doing her best to save the world, gets involved with the Flavor Girls in a way she never could have imagined. I guess it's someone's going to find some new powers. Alright, the problematic Florida Man got his own comic. We got Florida Man, number one, by American Mythology. Laugh out loud funny and unapologetically offensive, but with a heart of gold, this is the comic book personification of all those wild and weird Florida Man news stories we've all been shocked by and laughed at for years. Uh, see, it's based on Barron's series, series of critically acclaimed Florida Man novels. This outrageous comic delves into the, or dives into the heart of many of those bizarre stories we've all seen in the news headlines and funny internet memes with a heartwarming story that's squarely aimed at grown-ups who still love comics. Mike Barron is bringing back funny books, with this serialized comic series representing his crowdfunded graphic novel with a few new twists. Now the quintessential Florida man is finally defined in all his outrageous glory, straight from the heart of one of the most magical and bizarre states in America. Follow Gary and his girlfriend Crystal as they go from rags to riches and to riches to rags again and laugh at the ongoing adventures of a pair of lovable losers landing in and out of jail, but always moving on to their next big scheme. 
funny and crazy, a fun read, should be a series, should be a series. Brian TV, grab yourself a six-pack, your 12-gauge, and head full of crazy Florida, and a head full of crazy Florida man is a wild redneck fever dream fueled by a cachet of increasingly funny and absurd absurd circumstances. Morgan Quaid Super Serious Comics. Yeah, I just love this cover cover alone with the guy riding the alligator that's jumping over a Ferrari, maybe. I don't know. Uh, Top off Ferrari. That's just, yeah, that looks like some fun, interesting, goofy comics. Got a Fruity Pebbles thousand piece puzzle. Got Game of Thrones 3D foam clip blind mystery box coming out by Monogram Direct. The puzzle, the Fruity Pebbles puzzle, is by USAopoly. As most are. Uh, Garbage Pale Kids Rec Halls. Thousand Piece Puzzle. Looks like the Garbage Pale Kids are trashing the place. Then we got General Mills Count Chocula. Six inch die cast action figure. The wife needs for her collection. And then next up. We got Ghost Cage Trade Paperback. This is uh, by Image Comics. When his megacorp power plant falls under attack by terrorists, the super scientist who revolutionized and controls all energy on Earth sends his ultimate creation and an adequate employee in to destroy his most monstrous secrets. I guess it collects Ghost Cage number one to three, which I didn't know was out there. It's only a three-issue run. That's a pretty heavy price for a trade. I don't like when they do that. Price it the same as a trade that would have five or six issues in it. All right, where are we sitting here? Eight-minute march. Still, we got Ghost Rider 2022, Volume 1, Unchained. Trade paperback by Marvel Comics. Ghost Rider goes back to Flaming Skull Basics. Johnny Blaze is in a haze. He has a perfect life. Idyllic small town. Wife and kids. Dog. The American dream. Except for the nightmares. Blaze is having terrifying visions and has a constant pounding headache. Like something inside is trying to get out. This world he's living in is too good to be true. In fact, it's more like a prison. But who would purposely be keeping the spirit of vengeance on the sidelines? And how? Meanwhile, the FBI had recently discovered a frightening and unexplained surge in supernatural activity. And that can mean only one thing. It's time for Blaze to hit the dark roads of the Marvel Universe once more. Confronting its monsters and battling his demons, let's ride. I guess this one collects Ghost Rider 2022, number one to five. We got lots of collections in here I didn't know of. We have Ghost and Goblins. Resurrection Arthur Nendoroid action figure from the Good Smile Company. I had a lot of fun with that Ghost and Goblins game back in the day. I believe it started off on Nintendo. And then always searching for it years later. Wanting to play it again and again. And it's like coming it's making a big comeback right now. You gotta get the little jousting figure, dude. If you're a fan of it. Girl and Her Dog One-Shot by It's Alive. Writer John Holland, along with artist Hernan Gonzalez, delivers a moving love letter to dogs in a girl and her dog. 
Evie is the girl and Max is her dog. In time-tossed bits and pieces, we see her life from age 15 to 84. Max is there for all the important moments of her life, even after his life has ended. Don't miss this life-affirming tale, which speaks to the power of love, even in the face of death. All right, what else we got? They have a Gloria tattoo kit coming out, so you can make your own, be your own tattoo artist. That would be a lot of fun for kids. Uh, God is Dead, one to six, end of days, covers set, set of six comics by Avatar Press. They also have number 13 to 18, number 19 to 24, number 25 to 30, 31 to 36, 37 to 42, 43 to 48, and 7 to 12. God is Dead End of Days covers big sets by Avatar Press. You can get quite the collection there if you want for a decent price. And then where are we sitting with time? Yeah, we'll stop it there. And we'll get back with some God, God, Go Go Godzilla next. 